Hi, friends, and welcome to All Things Relatable, a place where stories are shared. It's hard to put a value on a story because the lasting effects it can have are often priceless. An individual's story has the potential to impact our lives in tremendous ways. My hope for you in joining me today is that this episode resonates with you and that you leave enlightened, ignited, and inspired because it only takes one moment to spark a change and leave an everlasting effect. My next guest, Jenna Trudeau, is a health and hustle expert. And no, for all of you wondering, she's not related to Justin. Jenna is a certified holistic nutritionist and a certified fitness instructor specialist who believes that you've got to take care of your health before you hustle. She's passionate about inspiring others to prioritize their health and leads by example. So I cannot wait to dive into her story and hear about what led her to this place and what's kept her here. Hey, Jenna, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I can't wait to chat with you. Hi, Candice. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Yes. Okay. So you're all about health and hustle. So I want to know, did you grow up with this mindset being modeled to you? Or is this something that you adopted for yourself along the way? Um, I would say it's a mixture of both. Um, my, I guess starting back, I mean, I grew up with my parents who work hard and you will never see my mom. I mean, I never saw my mom <laughs> like in sweatpants, eating bonbons, like just sitting on the couch doing her thing. She was always such an inspiration and just always kept herself, you know, productive. She was always just that mom that kept us in sports. And, you know, my dad had coached sports. My mom had coached sports. So, um, being a part of like a team was something that kind of started all of that. But when I go back and I think about health, um, just being, so we grew up in Grovedale. That's a little bit farther out of town. And so I grew up playing competitive hockey. And so we would have like 6am practices and then I'd go to school and then I'd work after school and then I'd come home. And so it would either be going to the gym at 6am before school, or it'd be going to hockey. So I'd be up at like 5am and you know, that's like in my early teens. Right. Um, and so just having those habits at such, such a young age and building that, um, endurance and that consistency was something that just has been engraved in my brain and in my body. And then my real big health journey started when I was 13 years old. Um, I was, uh, eating nothing but hot dogs <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you, scrolling Nexopia. Now there's like Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Okay. For anyone that's listening, that's like, you know, not doesn't remember Nexopia. Nexopia was a cool thing. And so I was like scrolling Nexopia, eating hot dogs. I was just like not feeling as a confident teenager. And my auntie Kelly had, um, came to uh, visit us one summer and we were in Banff we we're doing a family trip. And then the plan was for me to go to Hawaii with her, uh, for two weeks. And, um, my auntie Kelly, she doesn't have any kids or anything like that, but if anything, she just adds values to like so many people's lives, kids or not. She's just always been that cool auntie that we've all looked up to. She's actually here right now in uh, grand Prairie from, from, Spain. She's in Spain right now. She's got such a cool life. And so it's just, it's so awesome seeing my little kids, like just look up to her and be inspired by her. But, um, so she had, uh, you know, decided to, uh, 
let me come to Hawaii with her. Um, and so I had went to Hawaii, but before we went, I remember we were driving in this car and she was reading this magazine and it had the eat clean diet in it. And, uh, she, I was remember sitting in the back seat and it was kind of like her nice way of being like, Jenna, maybe you should stop eating so many hot dogs. And, you know, maybe we should like take care of your body again. Um, she said to me, Hey, when we, when you come to Hawaii, why don't we, why don't we eat clean? And we like work out and like, see what that does for your body. I guarantee you, you're going to come back with a six pack. Like you're going to feel so good. And I was like, okay, sure. Like, let's do it. And I mean, when you're 13 years old, you're going there, my auntie's cooking, like you don't really have a choice, but just to eat what's at whatever's on the, on the table. And so, yeah, I went there, we worked out like every second day, we were like doing stairs or like working out on the beach. Um, I remember like walking into Hawaii, I wasn't feeling the best. And I came back and I just like, I was like, my body just like became this whole different body. I had so much energy. I felt so good. We were eating clean and packing our snacks. And I came home and I remember like the last day being in Hawaii. Um, and I was like, okay, I can't wait to like go back home and, you know, maybe eat hot dogs again. This has been fun, (laughs) but we'll see. And we got to the airport and she had said to me, Hey, do you want to bring this eat clean cookbook? Or at the time it was called the eat clean diet. I don't know if you remember that book, um, by Tosca, Tosco Reno or Tosca Reno. And, uh, I'm not big on like diets, but I'm more on lifestyle. And so she said to me, Hey, do you want to bring this? Do you want to bring this, um, this book back to Canada with you? And maybe you can inspire, you know, people around you to eat healthy. And I was like, ha yeah, sure. <laughs> and <clears throat> I remember coming home and, you know, a couple of days in, I started eating hot dogs and, you know, my crappy food again. And I like, just felt not nutritious. I felt low energy. And so I obviously went back to my clean eating habits, what we were doing in Hawaii. And that's just like where it all began. I just fell in love with like nutrition and fueling my body and just, yeah, that's like my biggest moments of health. And from then it just kind of has been a part of my blood ever, ever since then. So in a I short love that. nutshell, that's, that's <laughs> a little bit about my journey. So good. And I love, did you realize at that young age, like 13, um, initially when, when you were just like eating your hot dogs, not fueling your body, did you realize, like, I don't even know if it would be like in a bog, but how your body felt before you actually switched to eating clean, did you actually feel like not so great or like, was it shocking when you started eating clean and exercising that you're like, Oh my gosh, like, Oh yes. 100%. I felt like, Oh, I just, I, I look at the picture. There's actually a funny picture. I I actually have all of my like pictures. Thank goodness for Facebook. I have all my pictures of Hawaii on my album from that year. And there was a picture when I first got there that my auntie took and I had like my like fins on, you know, those fins that you go into the water and then you swim with. Right. And so in order for you to like walk into the ocean with your fins on, you kind of have to like waddle like a penguin. And she took a picture and like from the back, I looked just like a little fluffy and just like, you know, my face looked a little little fluffy. And I'm like, here's like waddling back and forth. And then it was like the last day of being in Hawaii. She took this picture of me and I was like walking towards her, like shredding my stuff, like just like flexing and just like having fun. And when I look at those two pictures, all I can see is like confidence. It's like, 
making those food choices made me have more confidence in my body. And one thing that I do like with my health and hustle, um, because that's my brand, that's my business. That's where I do all my nutrition coaching and everything out of, um, one of my things is like, I know it's really hard to feel super confident when you are super bloated and you are uncomfortable and you feel like you have brain fog and whatnot. And so, um, you know, I really want to help my clients geared towards reaching their authentic self. And I think that that's a huge thing with confidence. So to kind of answer that question, I think the biggest notice that I was even able to, um, to notice was just the amount of confidence that I had coming back in 13 as a teenager, it's hard to have confidence sometimes. Right. So that was one of my biggest things. Absolutely. And how cool is it that it was like, it wasn't like a year or too long process. It was two weeks in two weeks, you went from not being confident, feeling great in your skin to, Mm -hmm. you know, 14 days later, like just strutting down the beach, feeling so different and, and gaining that confidence and being able to come back and good. It's like good that you actually went back to the hot dogs, right. To then realize like, oh gosh, this doesn't feel good. Maybe I should make the switch. You felt how good it felt. So, okay. So you've got this clean eating cookbook, then what do you do with it? Are you inspiring your friends or your family around you, um, to start eating healthy? Cause it sounds like your mom was very, um, you said she was inspiring. She was always, you know, taking you to the practices and always doing something and kind of ingrained that in you was her eating habits really healthy for her and yours just kind of fell to the side. Cause you know, you're younger, you're a teen and you yeah. just kind of eat what you want, or did you inspire her to make some changes too? Well, I think it's a mixture of both. Like I even remember too, like my dad one time came home from like the doctor and he's like, I got, you know, high LDL. I'm going to start eating avocados. I just remember like little things like that as a kid, or like, he's like, I am sick. I'm going to start eating garlic. So like little things like that. And yeah, my mom did eat like relatively healthy. Like she did her thing. Um, I mean, not to mention, you know, sometimes we were like on a budget as a kid, right? My mom was always like couponing. So sometimes we'd literally have like a coupon. We'd have a coupon for Wendy's, a coupon to get, we'd like, we'd literally drive around town as a kid. I remember this. We would drive to like Wendy's to get our, um, oh my gosh, what are those things called? The Mc, not the McFlurry, the, oh, the um, frosty. Yes. The frosty. And then we drive to McDonald's to get our French fries. And then, you know, so like my mom, I mean, it's not that we ate perfect and she ate perfect, but I know that my mom did care about her health. Like she always kept herself busy, productive, um, and, uh, you know, just motivated, but, um, yeah, so it was interesting coming back. And I think I, that's really all I think about. Cause I remember coming back and I was 13 and, you know, living with my mom and I remember coming back and, you know, I was like, Hey, I need a big lunch kit. And so we bought this huge lunch kit. It was like literally the size of like a duffel bag. And I didn't care who I was hanging out with in high school. If, if any of my friends listen to this, I bet you they will be like, yeah, that was Jenna. I had this lunch kit that I had got from a gym here in Grand Prairie. 
And I can't remember, I still have this lunch kit and it's pink. Okay. Um, it's called the six pack, I think. And, uh, and I was like, mom, we need this lunch kit. So my mom and I both got it. Cause I, li- we live out in town or live out of town. So when I go into town, like I do not love to spend money on food. I'm like meal prep. It's the answer. Right. And so I would like, it'd have like cooler bags or like cooler things on the side for, to cool your, uh, your food down or like a, you know, it's like a cooler on the go is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, uh, and so we went to the gym, we got those and I would like put that in my vehicle. So at lunchtime, when I was in school, um, I would, uh, go out to my vehicle when I was like in my 16, 17, whenever you can start driving and I would go get my lunch and I would like bring it into the school. Some of my friends would be like eating at the cafeteria or like going out. Cause that's like the cool thing. And I'm like, I know it might be cool, but like, I'm still packing my lunch because I've got to like show up, you know, for work after this, or I got to go to hockey or something. So it was really cool coming back from Hawaii too, just in the fact of my mom was like inspired and she's, you know, been able to have healthier eating habits. Not that she didn't eat healthy, but it's been, um, yeah, it was something that she just adapt adopted as well because we were living together. So whatever I said, she's like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Okay. So then I know in your story, you kind of, um, as you grew up, you ended up getting pregnant Mm -hmm. kind of early on and that kind of shifted things for you. So can you talk about your journey into like motherhood and marriage and, and how you brought the health into that with you? Absolutely. I, I, I was, uh, for anyone that's listening, I was literally telling Candace before I'm usually used to be like asking questions. I'm not used to having someone ask me questions. So soon as you just said that, like I brought tears to my eyes. Cause like that I feel was one of the biggest things that kind of just even started my more of like who I'm in, who I am and my purpose in life. But, um, yeah, my husband and I, so I moved, to Calgary. Um, I think when I was 18 or 19 years old from Grand Prairie, I was like, I'm getting the heck out of Grovedale. I am moving to the city. I like want to work downtown Calgary. Like I'm going to be a city girl. (laughs) And so I worked in oil and gas for a little bit. And I like went to work every day, dressed up and like, this is the life. This is great. And then a couple years later, I'm like, this is not who I am. This I I'm, I'm like, my passion is the gym. My passion is nutrition. And so thankfully I was able to take my holistic nutrition in Calgary when I was still working. So that was awesome. Um, and then after I had graduated, I moved back to Grand Prairie and I moved here, moved back to Grand Prairie. I think when I was 21, 22, something like that. And, um, my now husband and I, uh, we had got together and I tried to push him away once or twice. He was too nice. I'm like, this guy's too nice. I just, I don't think, I don't think we're meant to be, but, um, obviously the universe had a really good plan for us. And we ended up getting pregnant with my now daughter, Aria, who's six years old. Um, we, Noel and I were together for, oh gosh, I, I think we bought our first house after like seven months. And then literally, I think it was like a year of being together. We ended up getting pregnant with Aria. And uh, I had no idea what to expect. I'm the youngest of my three siblings by like five or six years. They didn't have kids yet. And so for me to be like, uh, I'm pregnant <laughs> was kind of like, uh, oh, Jenna, <laughs> so we kind of started the train now. Now, like we have my, my, my mom has my mom and dad have like six grandbabies all under the age of six. So it's like 
a crap show when they all get together to say the <laughs> least. But, um, so yeah, we ended up getting pregnant with Aria and, uh, I had no idea what to expect. I just knew that in watching like my parents and my mom, I wanted to have something where I could obviously be flexible around my kids, but I also want to lead by example. I think that having her was probably one of the best blessings because I don't know. I just felt like really like lost in my life from like my twenties to the time that I had her, even though I like worked myself up so much. I'm like, why is this happening? What's going on? Like, oh my gosh. But it, it all, when I look back over the past six years, I'm like, oh my gosh, like she was meant to be in our life for so many reasons. And it was just much more than even just having a daughter. Like it just even added so much inspiration to me. And I don't know when you have kids, you can't help but to just like look up to your parents even more. And I just like, I'm like, mom, what do we, what do I do? Like, I still ask her to this day. Like I laughed the other day, my mom at age 29 still takes care of me. It was like, my daughter's hot lunch was due on Friday. And my mom tags me publicly on Facebook to show everyone that like, I might forget my daughter's hot lunch, but, oh, it was so funny. But yeah, I think you just like have that appreciation, but in as far as like health goes, um, it just inspired me even more to just take care of my health before I hustle, because that is my brand to take to help women and men take care of their health before they hustle. Because I know for sure as moms, we can really tend to take care of the hustle before our health. And we always put ourselves last. And it's just like this trying to catch up mode all the time. It's not perfect. There's no such thing as balance, but learning to not feel selfish for taking care of yourself. So you can show up as a better mom. Mm, okay. I love this. So you took your holistic nutrition. So yeah. what, what does that mean for anybody listening? Yeah. So, well, so for anyone that's like open to learning a little bit of like what I do and how I do, I'll try and just, I'll try and put it into a nutshell here, but I do offer 15 minute free consultation so they can go and find me on Instagram health.n.hustle. You can message me there. You can find my website healthandhustle.ca. but I do do free consultations. So I took my holistic nutrition, um, Oh boy, that would have been in my early twenties. I can't even tell you the year that it was right now, Candace, but it was in my early twenties and, um, I loved it because it's taking a holistic point of view on the body. It's not just wholly like just fully nutrition. It's also like holistic lifestyle things. And so one of the things in a nutshell that I'll kind of explain that I do my intake form, I work off of symptomatology. So people will rate themselves from one to three on all of these different symptoms that they have that's going on in the body, because let's be honest, when we have symptoms, it's really related to something that's going on. So I like to get to the root cause of, Hey, what could be causing you to have headaches all the time? What could be causing you? My number one thing that I work with women is like, what could be causing you to be bloated all the time? Like, why are you not going to the bathroom? Like, you know, taking something that's going to quickly cover it, isn't going to get to the root cause, right? There's a reason why this is happening. So we try to work through that. And so, and for myself, like I've had digestion problems, like from like age 18 until I had my daughter, right? Like I literally, after I had my daughter, I was like, okay, like I just, it, everything changed. And so, um, 
So what I do is I, it's called symptomatology. They rate themselves from one to three. And so then I can figure out what system would be the most out of balance. So there's like the digestive system, the intestinal system, the cardiovascular system, lymphatic system, lots of different systems. And so no one is the same. Everyone is biochemically unique. I'm not going to send the same nutrition plan to someone. There might be some of the same ingredients. There might be some of the same things, but no one is like the exact same. So knowing that every client is biochemically unique, there could be a trying to get to the root cause of what's causing them to feel the way that they feel rather than me being, Hey, here's all your calories, your macros, and here's some things have fun. Right. A lot of my Mm -hmm. clients are entrepreneurs and their moms, right? Um, entrepreneurs are busy. Moms are busy. I don't want to overwhelm them. So I just want to help give them like simple steps. So they're not feeling overwhelmed. My mission in my business is our mission is to inspire individuals to live a healthy lifestyle by implementing consistent habits geared towards reaching their authentic self. So for healthy lifestyle, I want it to be a lifestyle for them. I don't want it to be a, we work together for a month and then you go back to your old habits, right? I want to implement them to have consistent habits where you know, when they invest in working with me over their life, now they're going to have these habits that they can apply. Just like I learned these habits from when I was a kid. And when I went to Hawaii and just watching my parents, right. Learning those habits. And then I just, it's geared towards reaching their authentic self, because I really think, and I believe that we all have a true authentic self within us. And when it's covered by headaches, bloated, overwhelm, anxiety, all the symptoms that could be listed. We cannot be our true, our true authentic self. We look at our kids though, or you look at a kid, maybe you don't have kids and that's okay, but you look at a kid or you were a kid once and you just like, could just show up and just like be this glittery Candace that you want to be right. But then as life goes on, we have these simulate, these limiting beliefs that we put on ourselves. We have like these foods that we're putting into our body. We're feeling like garbage and we just don't want to show up. And I just don't think that that's, you know, how we should live our life. There's more to that. And so I just want to help others find their authentic self and find what they're truly meant to be and shine through, um, on, on their time here. Okay. I love that. So after you took, um, your holistic nutrition and then you're, you're back in grand prairie, you came back and you met your husband and you had your daughter. Um, what was the process like? Was it like immediate you immediate you were sorry, immediately you jumped on board or was there kind of a process, you know, with your husband? Was he on the same page? Did you have to slowly change your habits over time? Like, what does that process kind of look like to create a lifestyle like that? That is such a good question, Candice. And I've actually like I'm such a deep thinker. Like I just, I think so many things in my brain all the time. I was actually thinking about this other day because I, I honestly, I look at like the first three years of motherhood. Right. I think like, especially when you just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing the best that I can yet trying to like hustle and take care of health and whatever. And, and like, don't get me wrong. Like I have had my days. I have had my months. I have had my years Um, but my brand is health and hustle also just to remind myself, like Jenna, take care of your health before you hustle and everything is going to be okay. Like focus on what you can control. You can control yourself. So just focus on that. Right. Um, 
But to be quite honest with you, the first three years overwhelmed, like so overwhelmed, but I would just go to my basics. Like I would just try and figure out my basics, which was meal prepping, like just Mm -hmm. making sure I had food handy. Um, I like, God bless my mother. Like she does, she did a lot for us. Like my mom and my dad, like it's a teamwork, right. But my mom just, you know, she did a lot for us and made amazing meals. And, you know, she's like my laundry fairy. I wouldn't be lying if I said that she's still not my laundry fairy. If I need like laundry done, I literally just, Hey, could you just do my laundry? And I drop it off at her place, but, um, but I'm learning. Right. But I can, I will have to say like the first three years I was overwhelmed, but I was just trying to focus on the things that I could control. And that was like meal prepping at least once a week. That was like, not even a question, um, going to the gym or moving my body of some sort. That wasn't even a question, but And then, and then my husband too, like, I mean, he's healthy. Um, he's, he's not like, uh, it was actually funny the first year that we were together, I'd always make like stuffed peppers. And then after a year of being together, he's like, Hey, so I don't really like peppers. I'm like, then why were you eating these? Like, he's, this is my favorite recipe. Like, how dare you? But so I always joke about that, but I mean, no, Nolan is like, he's, he's on board. Like he's, he's like my yang to my yang. He's like my, just go with the flow, you know? And, and I mean, yes, I like to control what we buy. So, you know, if he's like, Hey, could you just grab some chips or cookies? I'm like, yeah, for sure. And then I just don't add it to the grocery list (laughs) or I'm just like, absolutely not. And when we do go grocery shopping, sometimes he'll like pretend to be funny and like grab something that I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, because I know I'll be the one that eats it. Like, cause you know, sometimes as moms, we're emotional eaters. So, um, but, uh, I don't know. I would have to say, honestly, within these last two years. So after, oh gosh, four years of being a mom, cause I had my second one, Ava, Ava Lynn, my girls are three years apart. So after three years of like the first two years of like getting control with Aria and then getting pregnant and planned and everything. Right. But then being like, okay, now second one, how are we going to do this? Right. But I can honestly say now I'm like, okay, we have it. But I think my best advice to anyone that's listening to is like systems, like figuring out a system and working like together or figuring out some type of system. So like with my meal prepping, I have a system for that. One thing is like, if it is not written down or it's not scheduled in my schedule, it doesn't get done. So guess what? Every Sunday, guess what's in my calendar meal prepping, right? guess what's in my calendar on a Sunday? Um, I do all my online grocery shopping through PC, like on my app. Right. I just, yeah. So as does that kind of answer your question? I feel like that's like, I feel like I could talk forever about that, but it's not something, I guess, just to kind of add to that. It's not something that just happens overnight and it's just gonna, you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to like, be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Right. No, Mm -hmm. you have to know it takes time, right? It takes 21 days to form a habit give yourself grace. Don't throw everything at you. Focus on one thing at a time and know that motivation is what gets you started. So maybe some of you guys are listening. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm motivated from Jenna. Like I'm going to do this. Motivation is what gets you started and habits are what keep you going. So all I can say is like focus on one habit. What is that one habit that you want to focus on? Maybe it's meal prepping. And if you need help with meal prepping, message me. If it is, um, you know, um, waking up earlier, right. To just 
take care of your health in the morning before you hustle the day and not waking up with like overwhelmness with the kids or the husband or wherever you're at in life. Maybe it's like waking up 15 minutes, then the next day adding 16 minutes and then maybe 20, you know what I mean? So just Mm -hmm. don't overwhelm yourself and try and do everything. I've tried to do that and it doesn't work. I, you just, it's, it's hard. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So, okay. I want to ask, do you have any like treats that you go to? Cause you say, if you don't, um, if it's not on the list or your hubby tries to put things in, do you have any, I don't even want to call them cheat things, but is there anything that is like, Ooh, this is your thing that you, um, treat yourself to, or, um, that's a good question. What do I, what is like my treat? I mean, I'm sure if my husband is here, he could name it off right now. Uh, well, okay. Um, I don't even, I like chocolate. <laughs> I do like chocolate. Um, oh, that's such a good question. I'm like, I said, if I text my husband, he would know exactly what it is. I would also say my treat though, like my non-food treat mm-hmm. is like, and I don't watch, like, I don't watch a whole lot of TV. I'm like, I don't know. I just like, don't make it a priority. And I, not that I, it's anything against anyone watching TV. I'm just like, I just, I like to make use of my day. Right. Um, but one of my biggest like treats for myself and shutting my brain off is I love watching on Netflix, like love is blind or like too hot to handle, like shows (laughs) like that. I'm just like, my husband's always like, Oh my God, like, why are you watching this? I'm like, it just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't really add a lot of value to my life, but it's just like, it's like my treat. I just love it. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Like like a treat. Okay. So I guess when you're going, um, thinking about that, that's kind of like maybe your, your downtime. Cause you said like the two, like go hand in hand health and hustle. And if you take care of your health, then you can hustle. And like, from knowing you for not even like very long, it's very apparent that you, you like to like kick ass and take names and get stuff done. And, you know, um, chase after your dreams and make it happen. You are willing to hustle to get the things that you want. So when you, um, I guess, how do you take care of yourself so that you can hustle, I guess in, in the eating, but there's more to it than just the eating. And then what's some of your downtime? I know like your treat would be watching those. Um, I love it. Like trash TV where your brain doesn't even have to be on, but it's just entertaining, right? Like Yes. What, what else do you do for downtime and how do you take care of you in other ways besides nutrition to be able to hustle the way that you do? Yeah. Well, I think first, so first question, and, and you can totally tell me, stop me if I'm like not answering this correctly. I think the first thing that, um, that like gets me going is like just having a burning desire, right. In order to even like go the direction that you want to go wake up out of bed. I've had, you know, a year, two years of like not having my burning desire in me and that's really hard. Right. And so acknowledging that, right. Like I had anxiety for like a year and a half, two years. And I would be like, what is going on with me? And, um, you know, I could have easily taken something, done something, but I knew that there was something like in my life that was happening. And so, um, the burning desire, is, uh, number one. And that's what fuels me to be able to take care of my health before I hustle. Um, and you know, it's not all, it's not every day. Like 
taking care of your health some days is like a rest day, right? Like there are days on Wednesdays. I'm like, okay, Jenna, you worked out Sunday. You worked out Monday. You worked out Tuesday. And I'm, when I say workout, like it could be literally a quick Peloton ride. It could be weights or it could be a run. Like it's, it's always kind of hit and miss. Right. But sometimes taking care of your health could be literally resting your body, not going. I do not work out seven days a week. Like I am not a machine like that. Right. I give total credits to anyone that does do that. I think that's amazing, but I just can't make that priority seven days a week. One of my priorities is still like resting. Um, so having that burning desire and, um, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose your whole question here. Cause I'm just like rambling, but basically how do I take care of my health right before I hustle? Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. and yeah, your downtime yeah. and then how else do you take care of it? That's not nutrition wise. Yeah. So, um, taking care of your health can be so many different ways. So one of my things, like I love my mornings to myself, uh, before the kids wake up, I'm like, you can't talk to me if I wake up at the same time as my kids. Like it's like weekends. I struggle because sometimes I'm like, Oh, I just want to. And I, and I do sleep in like this morning I slept in, it's a Sunday, but you know, I'm like up between like five, between five and six, like give or take somewhere is in between there. And I just like to have my time in the morning. That's taking care of my health. That's taking care of my mental health. So I take some time, whether it meditate or I have this app called glorify. And I just kind of connect in my, myself, my body, universe, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it in the morning. Um, and, uh, and then I just kind of start my day that way. And as far as other ways, taking care of my health, like just fueling my body with food, um, water, nutrition, um, you know, even like connection, right? Like connection with like your kids, your husband, those things. Right. Um, and then downtime, um, I really, one of the things that comes to my mind, like whenever I'm like having a downtime, I always like to ask my husband, like, do you want to play crib? (laughs) Do you want to play crib? I like to play crib, <laughs> no phone <laughs> crib. Okay. Let's just play a game of crib. Um, so that's one of my things for downtime. I love having baths. I think those are just like the other day I actually ran a bath in the evening and, uh, uh, two days later, like I ran it, I stopped it. And then I went into the bathroom and I left the water in there for like a day and a half, two days. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I totally forgot to have that bath. I should have that tonight. Um, yeah. And just like going out for a fresh, like breath of air, going for a walk and talk with a friend and yeah. Watching some of those shows and reading a book. I love to just unwind by picking up a book and having something physical. Mm, I love that. Okay. So what are some of the things that you do love to hustle? What is the things I know your, your burning desire you said to like for a, a, a couple years, it was kind of like, it wasn't there. The flame wasn't there, but now, um, you have that burning desire. So what is that for you? I guess what is fueling you to to hustle, to be excited, to get out of bed every day, to do the thing that you're doing? Yeah. Well, I would say number one, like I, I would say this is more of like my motivation and my why, but it's like my kids, right? Like my family, they are like one of my biggest, I just want to be like that good example for my kids. Right. And, uh, and it's, it's interesting as your kids are like little, um, 
parrots of you. It's really cute to like pick up on some of the things that they say. It's really heart touching, but my burning desires, like my purpose in life, I've been through like some self-development. I don't know if anyone knows what choices is, but I've went to choices and landmark and, and done some things and have done like a lot of digging of like, why am I here? You know what I mean? I think sometimes as women or as moms, right. We just like, we go, go, go. And yeah, we're busy like in mom life, but yet we can also have like that sense of emptiness. You know what I mean? And that is like, that is that, that to me, like, and I've been there and I've seen it in so many women is not living the gifts that you have. Right. So for me, one of my biggest, um, purposes in life is just to inspire others. Like I want to inspire others to take care of their health before they hustle. Um, I just, I'm, I'm like motivated for that. And I just want to show up for my kids. I want to lead by example for others. And, um, yeah, I just, a burning desire for, for many things. I have a burning desire for many things that really motivate me and propel me in the direction that I want to go. Okay. So what are some of the, the results that you've seen from the clients that you've worked with, um, Mm -hmm. that kind of fuel the fire forward, right? Like after you see the impact that you have and the inspiration, when people work with you, what are some of those things that come to mind that you're like, yes, this is what, why I do what I do in that way for my clients. Yeah. I really love having like a follow-up where someone's like, my stomach feels really good. Like I, like I said, I have a lot of entrepreneurs, right? So I know, and, and moms, right? Like, and I just know that it's hard sometimes to show up when you don't feel good. So just getting those text messages of like, I feel amazing today. I was able to run or, you know, one client's like my stomach feels so good. I think one of my biggest rewarding things, because I tell my clients, I'm like, I, I, I love you. Like I, you can pay me and you can work with me for as long as you want. But my ultimate goal for you seriously is for you to like have these consistent habits in your lifestyle. I don't want, you know, one, one quote, like even within my business that I have with, uh, with my business partners, like we don't develop, we don't, we don't create leaders. We develop leaders, meaning I want my clients to, um, be able to develop that leadership and take action of their habits in their life. So nothing's more rewarding when a client sends me a text message on a Sunday and she's meal prepped for the week. And I'm like, freaking rights, girl, you're going to rock this. Right. Um, nothing more is rewarding. Like some of my clients just like send me pictures of like their food throughout the day. And I'm like, awesome. Right. And, and sometimes we'll just like message. I'm like, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Right. And so that's probably one of the most like rewarding things is seeing that and just, you know, just using those gifts and inspiring people that it is totally doable. Like that is, that's, what's in my office behind me is like, that's what propels me to tell my clients is I'm like, because lots of people, right. Right. We're going to go to like self-limiting beliefs. It's like taking care of my health, taking care of my health before I hustle is what, what is that to you? Fill in the blank. Oh, Jenna, taking care of my health before my hustle is what it's too much work. It's too hard. It's too time consuming. It's what is it? Right. What is that self-limiting belief? So my bit, my brand is I want to inspire you to take care of your health before you hustle. And my blank at the end is it's totally doable when you have an, it's, it's totally doable attitude. 
all those excuses, all those self-limiting beliefs, um, we can remove them. We can set them aside and we can work on like different areas within your lifestyle that, you know, you might have to say no to, it might not be forever, but you might have to say no to it. Right. So, um, yeah, like what's no longer serving you in that perspective. That's not getting you closer towards your goals. So I I don't know. It's a long winded question, but there's just, I think a lot is just to just seeing them develop and just change over time, knowing Mm -hmm. that it's also a mindset thing, right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. It all plays into it. So, um, when you say, or I guess people who are not in the place where they, they want to be currently, you, you have to do something different to be somewhere different, right? If you're going to do the same things day in and day out, change isn't going to happen. So anybody listening, um, that's like, okay, I, I know I want to make some shifts. I know I want to create new habits. What's one thing that they can do that they can change that uh, maybe like a simple little habit that maybe helped you or help some of your clients What's one thing that they can start today that's going to have a positive effect down, down the road? Well, everyone's going to be very different. Um, one thing that I ask my clients is like, what holds you back? Like, because, because right. Like I, how do I want to say this? There's something different for everyone in the fact that, um, I don't know. (laughs) So for example, some people have different, so here's like my example for, for, for instance, right? Like one of my things that held me back from showing up and being very consistent in my eating and consistent in like, you know, meal prepping, everything like that was I, and I don't drink a lot. I don't, I love wine. I love those things, but like when I have it, my energy goes down. And so when I walk into Monday or on a Sunday, I get these cravings, my energy goes down, whatever. Right. So for me, it's like, I don't want to drink. Right. That's one of my things. Right. So for everyone, it's very different, um, as to what could be holding them back. So I always ask them like, what is that thing that's going to get in the way from you reaching your goals? Like, seriously, what could it be? Is it that Monday to Friday, your schedule is packed every single night and you just don't have time to make dinner. Is it that, you know, you don't have time to like get the healthy foods and go grocery shopping, right? That's right. I, I did an Instagram the other day and it's like, I do all my grocery shopping on PC express. Like I just do it all on my phone. I do all my grocery shopping at my house. I place my order and I go pick it up between Tuesday and Wednesday between, uh, um, 11 and 12 o'clock, like every, every Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. So I don't think there's like a full set and like a, a, like a magical answer. I think it's just digging deep of like asking yourself, what is, what's something you've been doing like over and over and over again. And you, we all know it. Right. So Mm -hmm. for me, it was like, okay, you know, I just love to like unwind. It was like the weekend was just like a free for all, right? Like for some people, and this could be like the perfect example is like Monday to Friday, I'm giving it, I'm doing it my own, take care of my health before I hustle Friday to Saturday. It's like, ah, I just, I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to da da da. It's like consistency isn't there. Right. So I think one thing I probably could share is just being consistent, but that's not easy for many at all times. Right. And so it's just, asking yourself, what is stopping me from being consistent? Is it that I have too many things going on on the weekend and, oh, maybe I need to say no. Right. Because 
you saying yes is ridding of your, your joy and your ability to take care of your healthy for your hustles. You have to make a decision. What's more, what is your priority? What is more important to you? Does that kind of make sense? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I can talk forever about this, but it's just like, everyone's got everyone. So everyone's got their own downfall in that area. And it's not a downfall in the fact that we need to make it a negativity. It's a downfall in what is growth from this, right? How can you feel when you remove this? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cause when you bring awareness to it and you bring it to the table, then you can do something about it. Right. Like, and I think when you say like, we all know, yeah, deep down, we all really know what it is, but like voicing it and, and, um, sitting with it and and then deciding, like you said, like, there's gotta be some change if you want to get to where you're feeling. Yeah that and being okay with it. Right. And, and just, and, and I think you all know that are listening when, when, when I say like, what is that one thing that's holding you back? That's stopping you. And if you don't know what it is, pay attention to your thoughts. Cause you're telling yourself it's, it's in your brain all the time. Your monkey mind is there and it's something that's stopping you. So yeah. And, uh, and if you don't know, like let's connect, it's, it's, uh, it's something I love to like work work through. And it's not easy, right? Some people put their, their, their back against the wall and they're like, I am not doing that. (laughs) It's like, okay, well, what's more important, your growth and taking care of your health or this, right. And it doesn't have to be forever, but like, let's just see what's the worst thing that can happen from you making this move. Mm, I love that. Implementing this new change. Mm -hmm. So what do you think I know the nutrition is so, so important, right? What we put on our bodies, what we fuel ourselves with. And just the one time that I met you at the gym, I loved it that you had like all of your, um, your food packaged in. Oh, I was like, no hashtag goals. Like, (laughs) seriously, that's like, I know that's like something that would drastically change my life. If I could figure out how to meal prep. Cause that's the one thing in my day where it's like, okay, I can do breakfast. I can do lunch, but when supper comes, it's like, frick, holy shit. Like my goodness, there's so many things in a day. Like it's just like an afterthought. And I know that I was just like, oh, I love that because I love eating nutritious, delicious food. I actually prefer it over the junk, but it's like, I pull towards the junk because I just haven't put in the time to figure it out and do it. So, um, meal prepping, is there, is there any like epiphanies or anything. I mean, you've been doing it for a long time. You've been doing it since you had your little pink duffel bag at school, setting yourself up for hockey or the day or whatever came next over like how many years of doing it? Is there anything that stands out where you're like one day at a time, one meal, one, like this would help you if you had like this setup? is there something that comes to mind that you're like, okay, There's so, there's so much Candace. I honestly, when you actually said that, actually, I think my meal prepping began when I was three years old because, uh, I was that kid that like my mom could not leave the house without me having snacks. Like it'd be like, Oh, Jenna's mad. Here's a snack. Like she needs food. You better feed her and nothing's changed. Right. And I, I often like, you know, I always (laughs) laugh at myself. Like I, yeah, you, I go to town. Like I live out in Grovedale again. Now here I am back out in Grovedale. I said at 18, I am never moving back to Grovedale. (laughs) 
here I am back in Grovedale. My husband and I live on an acreage and, and this is what, this is, this is where life took me back and I am totally okay with that. So never say never, but, um, yeah, anytime I leave the house, like I, you will, I, I honestly w- want to say you will never see me leave without food or a drink or something. Um, it is just like, it is a habit that I have created. So number one, you've got to make it a habit. Mm. Um, and just having those nutritious foods, meal prepping does not have to be this big, long, hairy, audacious. Oh my gosh. Every Sunday I have to meal prep. Okay. I meal prepped yesterday because I knew that I had a busy day today. Okay. That's just how much I'm committed to it. And I know how much it's going to save me time. Like the one to two hours that I put in saved me so much time throughout the week. Right. Um, I guess if you guys go to my website, healthandhustle.ca, you can get a free like meal plan. You can get a free, I have a tool that I put on my fridge. You guys can print out, you can laminate it, put it on your fridge. Um, but I literally, I just plan my dinners, right? I always plan our dinners and I always make sure we have like the ingredients on hand for that. We always have leftovers, (coughs) not always, but most of the time. And then, um, I would say, you know, for anyone that if you're a big smoothie eater, make it easier on yourself. One of my very first things that I started doing, I meal prepped was like freezer smoothies. So in a Tupperware container, um, put in your, and, and I usually make like five at a time. So they're in my freezer, they're ready to go. So I put in, you know, spinach, I will put in some raspberries or strawberries. I will put in the two scoops of protein powder. I will put in literally anything that I'm going to put into the smoothie, that smoothie, that's like a, the dried ingredient. And I just put it in the freezer. So then when I wake up in the morning, I don't have to grab all of those ingredients. Cause then you're making a huge mess in your kitchen and you're just like a hot mess trying to like get the kids ready. Da, 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 da. I just grab that one container in the morning. I dump it into the blender. I add the water in and boom, that's it. Right. It took me one time on that Sunday to prep all five of them. Right. Um, and just, yeah, like even just having some vegetables ready for the week, like the little things that you do can help. And it just goes back to those, like small atomic habits, right? I always ask myself too, like, if I'm like, okay, I'm leaving, I'm going to town tomorrow. I'm going to town tomorrow. I'm going to the gym. I'm teaching a class. And then I'm going to be in town. I always look at my day before and I'm like, okay, I I just will maybe put some things in a bag and put in the fridge. So if I know in the morning, it's going to be super crazy, then I just have it ready to go and it's in the fridge and it's ready to go. And I have some food, right? Mm. So, um, yeah, but you'll never find me like road trips, anything you will never find me without food. Like I've got to have food with me at all times. I don't think anything's changed since I was three years old. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. I have a friend like that too, that I'm like, oh my gosh, you're like the girl that saves everyone because you always have the delicious, yummy snacks ready all the time. Cause yeah, it is. It's like, you'll go and get something fast or you'll be like instant in a grumpy mood. Cause you're starving. You can't think yours. Yeah. So yeah, I no, that. I'm like that girl that like, I did an Instagram story one time and I was like, I was dying. I was getting out of my vehicle. I had like my cup, my, my tea mug. I had my like other mug. I had like my protein shake, my other drink that had my BCAs in it. And I had like 
I like had like four or five mugs and I was getting on the vehicle. I'm like typical day in my life. And then my cooler, you know, I'm like, (laughs) yep, yep. That's my life. And you know, my husband, it was funny. He came to the gym one day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, he came to one of my classes. And then after, sorry, Nolan, if you're listening, I'm calling you out on this, but we were at Costco and, and here I pack my lunch. Right. And I'm not used to having him with me because now he has a new job where he works eight and six. And, and so he came to the gym, we went to Costco and we're leaving and he's like going to like punch in something, you know, like after you go to pay and then the cafeteria is right there. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get a hot dog. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm like, I'm like internally like, Oh my God. Like, Oh my gosh. I'm not going to get mad at him. I'm not going to like whatever. And he walked up with his hot dog and a pop. And I'm like, you are not representing the health and hustle lifestyle right now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going to tell you no, but I'm like, even if he would ask me, do you want anything? I would still say no. Cause I've got, I've got a lunch in the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. Um, okay. So where can everybody, I know you said you're doing classes now. So like local, where can they find you and what can everybody else? I have my audiences from around the world. So I know you do like the online too. Yeah. So where can everybody connect with you and figure out how they can take care of their health so they can hustle and do those things that are like the burning desires inside of them and the things that are, you know, fueling them forward. Absolutely. You got to find that burning desire. And if you don't have that burning desire, like, you know, maybe something's got to change or let's connect. I'm all about inspiring others to take care of their health before they hustle, find that burning desire it's totally doable, pun intended there. (laughs) Um, but I am on Instagram. So health dot N dot hustle. So health and hustle, you'll see a lot of pink. I love pink, um, so much that when I was in 4-H as a kid, I did a speech on why I love pink. So, you know, (laughs) it's something that I've been obsessed with for a very long time. Um, and so that's my Instagram on Facebook, uh, health and hustle or Jenna Trudeau, however you want to, however you want to connect. Um, and then, um, yeah, if you're in Grand Prairie, um, I do teach at the Eastlink center. So I do a hit class and a burn boot camp. and, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun being able to connect with people there and just live my passion there and helping others take care of their physical health as well. And yeah, I have a website, uh, healthandhustle.ca. You can go and subscribe. You can get a free uh, meal plan and you know, your tool to, to use on your fridge. Cause I'm all about providing tools to my clients. So yeah, I think that's like all the areas not on Nexopia anymore. So unfortunately <laughs> you won't be able to find me. I don't know when that's ever going to come back, but I hope not. <laughs> so none of that and no more hot dogs for you. <laughs> no hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually funny how we just talked about how my husband got a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. No hot dogs. Um, yeah. No Nexopia, just Instagram, Facebook, my website, shoot me a message and uh, yeah, I'd love to connect. Okay. I love it all. And I just think it's so beautiful how that you're providing an opportunity for people to really dig in and yeah, yeah, make changes in their lives so they can be healthy and they can hustle at the, at the same time. So thank you for sharing. You are definitely an inspiration. I feel like everybody that sat down for this hour is probably like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm going to take this one little thing, create one new habit at a time and start to really take care of myself. So 
Thank you for sharing everything that you did today. It was just incredible. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, I can't wait to connect more. It's been awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of All Things Relatable. If you know someone that would relate to this episode and get value from it, please pass it along. Also, if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe.